Welcome back to the mom pod. There it is. There's the pour in. The classic pour. Um, today's a little bit different of a day because normally Alyssa and I have the kids watched by someone. And we're just here alone. And we're here by ourselves yeah. to film or film, record. But today it's a Sunday. So Seth and Chance are on baby duty in, in, the, the, living in the living room. <laughs> so so <if> you <laughs> hear some screaming from my child or loud words from my child it's it's it's, all, it's because they're here daddy no <laughs> yeah no. yeah i was like they are fine they're being taken care of. yeah so if you hear um children screaming in the background yeah. it's because our babies are here yes so but if you're listening to this and you're a mom then you you just get it you get it um so we actually recorded this week's episode on friday yeah i think it, yeah it was friday it was friday this week and now we're recording again yeah <laughs> um I posted on my Instagram story for like questions um, because we had to re-record an episode like a day later. Therefore, like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, like we had to come up with a topic. Like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. And people were very gracious about giving us... You guys are the best. Good stuff Yeah, you guys are always the best. Like, I don't know what we would do if we didn't have like people that were willing to answer our questions. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Seriously. We appreciate you guys. No, seriously. Um, But yeah, I feel like... Alyssa and I have talked about it, and I owe a tiny, I don't owe anyone anything, but a tiny bit of an explanation as to why I'm, we're choosing to re-record an episode, because I would never want to re-record something or get, like, it's wasted time, basically, and you had to have someone watched for us to record that episode, so I don't ever want you to feel like I'm like... No, I totally understand it, and you're allowed to have boundaries, and I'm totally cool. Yeah. So enough of that let me just kind of explain so Alyssa and I went into Friday's episode with really no like idea of what we were going to talk about we had like ideas but like nothing set nothing structured yeah Yeah. we were like let's just have a conversation see where it goes so it was really raw and honest whereas like the past you know four episodes we've had a plan we thought about what we wanted to talk about yeah and we kind of just went into the week prior to recording was really busy for both of us and we kind of just went into the episode like fuck it, whatever we talk about is what we talk about. And it kind of veered into a conversation of uh, like sex and intimacy and like then took a turn into like how a religious upbringing plays into that. And it was a very lighthearted and like fun conversation. We were laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. It wasn't a negative conversation in any way. We've saved the episode. Like we actually felt good about it afterwards. Like it wasn't an issue until I kind of like... Alyssa left and I sat with myself and I listened to the episode back and anyone who's listening to this that has kind of relived like I want to use the word trauma but lightly yeah because I don't really know what the definition of that is for everyone but if you've ever sat with yourself and looked back on something and thought oh my god maybe that's not okay yeah or that's not how that was supposed to happen or the way I thought about that thing is completely wrong, then you kind of know what moment I had where I was listening back to this episode of Alyssa, you know, kind of growing up in a very uh, sexually educated household and very open household where these things were talked about and she felt well It was educated. very casual in my casual, house, very just talked about. Right, where I was raised strictly Catholic and, you know, certain things I just straight up wasn't taught or wasn't told about. So in the episode, I'm 
learning a lot from Alyssa. Yeah. Like there's things that I bring up that I think Allie was just like very surprised about. Oblivious to. Yeah. And it was a shock to me, but only almost more of a shock to you because it made you feel a type of way. Right. Later on. I wouldn't use the word embarrassed, but almost just, I don't know. I think that I felt in a way kind of angry that like I am almost 24 and I'm having like these conversations that I feel like I should have had when I was 13. Yeah. Like I was, I feel like in a sense I was almost educating you in certain topics. Yeah. Which bothers me Uh because I feel like if we didn't have those conversations, like I have a daughter Mm -hmm. and I would have been withholding important conversations and information with her simply because I didn't know and I was uneducated. Yeah. And then there's a lot to blame for that, right? Like the school I went to apparently didn't educate me well enough. My parents either as well didn't know because of how they were raised or chose to withhold information that could have... I think the overarching theme here of why I had a little bit of a, like, traumatic reaction to the conversation afterwards was because there were situations in my life growing up that could have been avoided had I have been properly educated. Yes. And in looking back after the conversation that we had... I had many moments in looking back on sexual encounters I had or conversations I had with men or even the way I was treated in relationships that had I had known some of the things that we discussed would have saved me. Could have been avoided. Could have been avoided. And so I had a moment of... Just upset. Upset. Just upset. Not knowing how to feel, feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling resentment. It was, it's probably more like it's, it's like it's, yeah, it's in the past. Like, you're fine now. You're about to be married. You have a child. Right. But it's more like... What the fuck? Yeah, like, you almost felt... I think you were more upset and felt probably sad for that younger version of yourself. 100%. I told Chance, like, if I could go back and tell 12-year-old me, like, if I could go back and tell 12-year-old me all all of these things, like, I just feel like I would have respected myself so much more. Like really what it comes down to is not being taught really to respect myself i think i think it's more a gist of sexual education yeah that's there was a lack of, of and then i think the respect just followed through because right. i feel like you were probably taught to respect yourself but there was no education of how to respect yourself in a sexual encounter right but even you in, get what i'm saying even after that conversation like in my brain in sitting and talking with chance started to spiral into like the relationships that I witnessed growing up and how I witnessed a man and a woman's relationship and what I witnessed as husband and wife and how a woman should react to a man and respect a man and be submissive to a man. And these were things that were like rooted in how I was raised, Mm -hmm. which therefore caused me to not know how to say no to situations I didn't want to participate in, not know how to respect myself enough to hold boundaries and standards yeah with my body it's really like the boundaries it really is is what it yeah because I just didn't I wasn't taught that I as a woman was allowed to say no really or like that I'm better than that trash bag high school guy that wants to disrespect me like exactly I wasn't I felt like those things weren't instilled in me whereas like other things that now looking back weren't nearly as important were drilled into me yeah and so I'm like like, I have two sisters. I have a daughter now. Like, 
knowing how women are treated between the ages of like 12 to like 20. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. was really my realization in the past yeah and I can see where you felt that way yeah. and like how you got that and we're not saying that we might we might never post this episode I think just right now currently Allie just needs to deal with things on her own exactly. and come to terms with it before she's ready to share with everybody yeah like I really have no issue with anything that was said in the episode I don't like yeah. I have no like aversion to it it's just that I these are things that were talked about that I personally need to take a second and deal with and genuinely I think go to therapy probably I genuinely because in talking and talking to my sister about her experience I'm like oh shit like there's some like okay yeah like there's yeah there's some issues here like whether it's religious like I would say religious trauma like just being so indoctrinated with with Something certain that, rules, certain rules that hold guilt over you for things that are apparently natural and normal, makes me realize that I need to to uh, work through this with probably a professional. Yeah. And so until I feel comfortable with where I'm at with that, I don't want to release the episode because a lot of it is ignorance on my end that I would like to correct before I feel comfortable. And that's revisiting, fair. Revisiting that. And that's you setting a boundary, yep. and I am completely fine with that. And, and it, I'm am proud of myself because in recent years, I don't know if I would be able to hold that boundary with myself. So like, I'm, like tell me, uh, like that uh, you didn't yeah, want to. Uh, you know it. what? No, I'm not comfortable with that. And like, I know I, when you asked me, I was just like, yes, like of course we don't have to post it. Like, right. You're like, allowed we, to have those. We feelings. had a mutual agreement from the beginning of starting the podcast that like we're not going to post or say or do anything that's going to make the other person uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, but I do feel bad because it's wasted time. We sat here for an hour and a half and that's just yeah. gone. And again, it wasn't a bad episode. Right, it's it not wasn't. like it will never be released. It's more like just right now, you got to deal with your own things, figure things out to the point where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable with releasing this. And then we can always do an episode afterward about how you feel now. Right. Because if what we discussed sparks this kind of, whether it's negative or not, conversation for another young girl that was raised the way I was raised to then go realize holy shit I don't have to think this way about ABC like maybe I should get help then it's worth it to me and it's probably worth it for you being a mom to a girl right later on right but I can't do that for someone else until I do it for myself correct so that's where we stand with why we're re-recording the episode and why there's kind of um not mystery around it, but just we're not saying the entirety of, of everything because we're not, I'm not even sure like what the entirety of everything is right now. Yeah. I just need to work through it. That's okay. So yeah, I don't want the rest of the podcast to be a downer. We're going to move on and we're going to answer some questions that people had for us. Had for us. And I just opened up like an open-ended questions box of like, what do you want to hear us talk about? What are questions you have for us? And We'll leave the beginning of the podcast at that. And, you know, I'm happy to anyone that's going through a similar experience, happy to have a more in-depth conversation about it through my DMs or anything like that. It's just as of right now, that's where I stand. And that's podcast wise. And that's okay. So So now let's let's get to the questions you guys have that you guys are actually interested in. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me what I asked. (laughs) That's what they're waiting for. They're like, I don't care about any of this. (laughs) So, okay, I'll answer, I'll do one of the questions that I like. Okay. And then I'll hand you the phone and you can kind of see what... Okay, I haven't even looked at yeah, them, I but know. okay, yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Are they questions for both of us? Or yeah. Still? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're more oh, okay, so uh, open-ended. Turn yeah. Okay, okay. Like what we think about what these people are saying. Okay, cool. So something that I think is really interesting is someone messaged and said, "Do you ever feel like the fallback parent?" And I was, and I messaged her privately and asked for like her to elaborate on what that means. I was gonna say, what does that mean? Because I haven't really heard that term before. Fallback parent. The fallback parent. So this is what she said, and it's actually quite interesting. It's the parent that all the extra tasks or little things that have to get done with the child get put on, like taking them to doctor's appointments, making sure that they have the correct doctor, calling the dentist, like the parent that does all the little shit, right? That most yeah. most of the time dads don't do. Like yeah. she was saying, like her husband would never be the one to call and make a doctor's appointment. Like that's just not what happens. Mm-hmm. And she said it's because he brings home the finances that he doesn't do those things. And she said... Um, she, she doesn't know if it's because of the fact that they mirror a more traditional family because that's how her husband grew up, but like he would never do those things because he didn't witness his dad doing things like that growing up. So I guess the question is, how do you feel about that dynamic of mom is the one that does that plans dinners, doctor's appointments, everything like, and dad makes the money and comes home. I think it's different for every family. Yes. It's different for every family. Like, this family. is a military family. Yeah, okay. So, I definitely think it's different for every family. Like, some people share things 50-50. Some people, the mom does it. Some people, the dad does it. And the mom brings in the money. So, it's... We're in 2022, so it's different for everybody. But do you feel... Okay, the question was, do you feel like the fallback parent? Do you feel Do you like, ever feel like the fallback parent? Yeah, what's your... That I was the original a, question, yes, right? Yes, do you ever feel like that? And then I had her elaborate because I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. But, um... Yes, a hundred percent. I think really for the first year, that was a hundred percent me because I didn't, as a new mom, like we mentioned in the previous, in a previous episode, like there wasn't a conversation between me and Chance about who's going to do what mm-hmm. and being the, cause I, when I was pregnant, I didn't work a single day. Like yeah. I just stayed home and waited for Chance to come home. Therefore all day I spent researching how to do this, how to do that. Like, yeah, like educating yourself educating on myself what is on, about to I happen. I watched like hours upon hours of breastfeeding videos. Like I really educated myself. Therefore, Chance didn't know most of the things, so I just did them. But then I got to a point where I was like, I don't feel like I have a partner in this. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing everything myself. And I would tell Chance that all the time. Like I feel like I'm doing this by myself. And he's like, yeah. well, tell me how to help you because I don't know. Yeah. And, and so I started saying, like, oh, can you do bath tonight? Or, like, you do the bedtime routine. I'm going to go clean yes, the kitchen. love that. And okay. then it got so much better. So I think, yes, I did feel like the fallback parent. But I make continuously an active effort to prevent feeling that way. Yeah. Because resentment By happens. sharing those responsibilities. Yes. What about you? Because you're in a unique situation where you don't need to be doing any of the things that you're doing. Yeah. Well, just correct. I have taken on that role. So I do feel the responsibility of doing those things. So making appointments. Yeah, that's definitely my era. But when you guys are talking about like the little things like, oh, like you have to sit with them while they eat or you have to like, you know, like if you're at a restaurant, like the dad is hanging out and you're sitting next to them feeding them. And I think for me, that's the main thing that bothers me. Other than that, like you said, I've always told Seth like, Hey, can you help me do this? Can you do this so I can do that? But again, that just comes with communication. Right. But in a certain things, I do probably feel like the fallback parent. But in other situations, I do feel like it's 
more fair. Right. And I don't want to... Because wanna, of yeah. communication. Right. Like, and I've always witnessed that with you guys that you've been more of a 50-50 kind of couple. Mm-hmm. Just because of the nature of your work. And, it's and just easy. You're together yes, more often exactly. than not. That's why I said like the dynamic, like if, if Seth was at work all day and I was... Because at a certain point with one of our businesses... It, we had a transport company. Yes. And Seth was doing all the transports because he drives the trailers, the motorhomes, all that stuff. And I was home a lot. And that was probably, that was probably like three or four months of that. And I was just like, no. dude, like I yeah. don't, I don't like this. Like I yeah. don't like sitting here. I don't like doing that. And then it also makes me be like, I need a break from rainy and I don't like feeling like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then yes. I also wasn't really, I mean, I would make invoices and do all the paperwork stuff, but I would never like need to go places if I went to the grocery store I just take rainy so like I wouldn't really ask people to babysit rainy back then either right because like I'm home like I can she didn't do as much back then so I was like I can be around her be with her so during that time for sure I get it but the dynamic has changed in all of our businesses that we have right so we are able to do 50 50 now but right. i know what you're that's why i said yeah. the dynamic is what it right matters. like if like like chance or works basically that. like a nine to five five days exactly a week. he even if he wanted to like be more of involved in the day-to-day stuff he can't he, he, he would he have to call the doc- doctors on his lunch he break, can't go to like, doctor's appointments he can't like he hasn't been even setting up the appointment. appointment yeah like he would have to do it on his lunch break yeah like 30 minute one hour lunch whereas break. i'm home and that's what i'm doing during the day now that i work from home it does feel more even yes. like there's less of a well i'm the one making the money so like i can't do it because mm-hmm. we're both contributing yeah so it's kind of like a oh well i'm doing it too so let's let's pick it up yeah and that's what i was telling this girl in, in my dms because we had like a bit of a further conversation about this afterwards of like you need to get over that stigma of because the man is bringing home the money therefore they're not as much of a parent that's incorrect you chose to yeah. be a father you be a father Yes. Like, I, I understand that you're working, and, and in, in your case, in my case, if we're working as well, like, it's hard right now, and it's not going to be like that forever, but, like, you need to pick yourself up and let it be hard and fucking participate. Yeah, and that's for men and women, depending on yes. the dynamic. Yes, it is. It's for your partner, and, and you exactly. need to be confident enough in your relationship and in your household to, to say that. Communication is key. And I don't know how many times we've said this yeah. and how cliche it sounds, but like if you communicate, it does typically make it better. Yeah. And that leads into another question that somebody said. Um, let me get to it. I went, went to the DMs, so it was like... You just go to like your archives? Yeah, so it was like archives. over 20 um, yeah. She said, it's like basically how do you communicate... Oh, relationship advice for when communication is bad. Oh my god! Like you're trying to communicate, but like, but it's one one, per- one person's not participating in in the whole communicating thing. Yeah, that's like you're See, telling yeah, your partner. Yeah, so I'm telling people like to communicate, but right. like if they try that, it's like, what do you do? Because it takes two. Yeah, it takes two. Because that's that's that it takes two to do parenting i mean unless to, you're to a single communicate parent. Yeah. in general it to takes two to, it to takes want two. to communicate like she's saying like what do you do if you're communicating the other one's not communicating it's like i feel right. like, like i'm stumped like let's just let's do say you have advice right. for her like let's say you're saying i need you to help do bath time every night like that's what i yeah. need from you as a partner and then they just don't like what do you do then i think at that point you have to weigh 
the relationship really if you're expressing your needs and they're not being met and you are starting to feel like you're doing this shit alone already mm-hmm. you don't have a partner and then whatever other relationship shit is going on yeah. you need to reevaluate because this is even for people who do not have children right this is just a big factor because that does happen in relationships correct. that don't even have children. i don't think the girl that asked this has a kid yeah so see and in saying that like I, I follow this girl on Instagram and she was saying like, oh, like I've been begging my husband to go to couples therapy with me and he won't go. And she said, then you go. Like you need to be the example of what you want to see in your I home. I like that. Like he's not going, fine, I'm going to therapy. And you work through shit that you need to work through. And maybe in him seeing you or her. Putting seeing, in the effort. Seeing you changing, becoming a better person, communicating better, respecting yourself more, working through your own issues. It might encourage your partner to do the same. So don't wait for somebody else to improve yourself, improve your communication skills. Like I would say, be the example in that. Like Okay, I like that. That's show, good advice. Don't just tell someone to do something and not live it yourself you know what I mean yeah no I like, like you that. need to communicate better well it's like okay okay well like what can you fix in yourself fix that work on yourself and then if the other person's not rising or meeting you where you're at you need to reconsider probably I think another question for that is also if they have they always been not good at communicating right. is this something, something that's just that's that's just like them or are yeah. you noticing like Maybe there's something wrong with them. They normally always communicate with me. Tell me what's going on. Like, maybe I need to ask them before mm-hmm. I'm asking for something. Maybe I need to ask them, are Dig you okay? Deeper, yeah. Why are you upset? Why are, like, why are we not communicating? We've been good at this. So there's just, I think, like, so many ways to go about it. It right. just depends on your situation. And a lot of communication, I've learned at least, is swallowing your pride. Like, oh, for sure. No ego. You can have no you ego. You can have no ego. And I really no struggle ego. with that because I'm the kind of girl that's like, well, read my mind. <laughs> you know? Like, well, I... I feel like every girl's like that. I made a face, so why the fuck didn't you get me flowers? Like, that's clearly Um, what I wanted. My eyebrows were upset. How did you not tell that my whole body was upset then? Right. (laughs) And a lot of girls are like, well, or men are like, well, I don't want to have to say it. Like, I don't want to have to tell you that I have this, this, and that. Let that shit go. Yeah. You're not going to get fucking anywhere with that. If you love this person and you care about this person... Say what you need and what you want, or you're not going to get shit. You have to approach life that way. Like with, if you're dead serious about your partner, right? Your relationships and your friendships have to be bigger than your ego. Mm. Or you're going to end up with just yourself and your ego. Yes. And if you're getting to that point where you're like, oh shit, it's not worth it to communicate, then maybe that person's not meant for you. That's also true too. That's why I said every situation is unique. you don't want to put your ego aside and that the person's not worth it, then you need to let the person go. Yeah. So. We're just spitting words of wisdom. Right <laughs> I now. know, right? Um, okay, let's look. Okay, let please me avoid see. all of your boyfriend's questions. <laughs> it's so funny because he told me, right? He was like, "I wrote on Ali's poll, or what he yeah, said poll, yeah. but he didn't know it was an open-ended question." Yeah. And I was like, "What'd you say?" And he was like, "I don't even remember." And I was like, "Let me see, like, like, let me see, let me see." And he's like, "He's like, no, 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 it's, just, it's not on there anymore." <laughs> Okay, whatever. And then he gets here and he's like, make sure you ask some, <laughs> answer some of my questions. I'm like, absolutely not. He's funny. He's comedy. He is comedy. But, okay, the next question we will do is, I like, do you guys believe in soulmates? Oh, cute. You answer first. Okay. I do believe in soulmates. I feel like a soulmate can be anyone. And I feel like you have different soulmates at different points in your life preach that is exactly because what i've I was had girlfriends say. that i feel like are soulmates yep. i have 
Seth that I feel like is now my soulmate. And I feel like just those feelings are all valid depending on where you at in your life right. and what you feel. I don't think a soulmate has to be romantic. I don't think it has to be romantic either. Right. Like your dad can be your soulmate. For sure. Your dog. If someone can just be your gets soulmate. you for yes. sure, dude. Coco my girl. Coco my girl. <laughs> Olive, uh, we're not there. You will be. You <laughs> will be. She's just kind of baby yet. crazy. You know, kinda of how like Reagan was at first. And then now, you know, Everybody then Olive's gonna be like, oh my it's god. She's a puppy. Love. And I'm like, it is. no, it's cause she's a menace to society. <laughs> so are toddlers. And we still take care of them. You can't every day. just throw them outside when they're pissing you off, though. So it's a lot. Harder. That's true. That is true. That's true. They also don't scream at you, and babies scream at you. All of be breathing so in it's my like face and pros shit. and cons. At least her teeth are clean. She, don't she have, does she, have yeah, nice teeth. She has nice teeth because some dogs be like breathing on you, and you're like, damn, you're breath stanky. <laughs> okay, so your answer was yes. I yes, and I don't believe that it has to be like a romantic thing. Yeah. How, do you? Oh, here's one. This isn't a question. This okay. is from Allie. This is, oh, this is Allie's question. Do you believe question. in love at first sight? Um, no. Okay. Okay. Why? Is because I feel like, at least for me personally, ever, anyone else can have their own opinion. I feel like for me personally, you can be so good looking. Enamored. Yeah, like it's a lot. And then I talk to you and you're either stupid or rude and I'm like, out. Oh, yeah. Not my guy. 100%. I've been so on, yes. I think love at first sight with a personality not mm. with just looking at someone like maybe a first conversation you're yeah. like oh shit like right. this might be my person because love's a big word right love is yeah. like a choice so how do you make that upon first just sight? looks right looks fade like i've gone on dates with guys i've met on instagram and then we've sat down and had a conversation and they're like this sounds fucked up but like yeah. the voice is off or like the no, mannerisms no. are off That's the teeth are bad yeah, i'm like, like they chew with their mouth open and there's like all kinds of different things so at first so, sight is a little like, much like okay like much. i get someone could be like super good looking right lust at first sight but, yeah lust it's, it's more like you're like oh he's hot yeah not oh my god i love him yeah. how do you love him without knowing him or her right right i don't agree with it so I feel like yes to soulmates, no to love at first sight. Love at first sight with maybe a first conversation. Right, love at first meet maybe. Yes, because if you ask Chance, he's like, I knew from I the knew. moment <laughs> we sat down, like I love that, that we were gonna be together, and I'm like, all right, like no, you knew from the moment we sat down that you wanted to sleep with me. Yeah, you you saw me and you were like, homegirl is yes. hot. <laughs> I'm trying to get up in her panties. That doesn't mean you wanted to marry me. And I feel like your head and your dickhead are very... They're just, different, two different they're heads. They're two different heads. And I feel like you guys get that confused a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, get it straight. Um, okay. Here's an interesting one because this doesn't really relate to either of us. I am terrified to start trying. This girl's married. They've She's been married to her husband for a few years now. Okay. I'm terrified to start trying. Age? Can I just get an age? I would say like mid-20s. Okay, like so... Like more chances age. Mid-20s, been together a few years. Okay. Yeah. I am terrified. They're like married. Yeah. I'm terrified to start trying. I don't know why. Being a mom is my dream, but also my biggest fear. And why I'm saying we can't relate to this is because neither of us tried. Yeah. To have a kid. We both just had children. Mm-hmm. But I do know what she's saying in a sense of like, I love being a mom, mm. but I also am very scared to have a child because I have not been pregnant. I mm. have not gone through labor and I have not had like that first month, Rainy was with Chloe. Mm. I mean, we saw her every day, Yeah. but we like, she was with her mom. So yeah. I am like terrified of that first month. 
So I get what she's saying. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, now I'm like, I love being a mom. I love everything. Which I'm- is shocking to me to hear from you. Yeah, really? Because in my opinion, like pregnancy, labor, birth, that's the fun part. I know, dude. I know. Me and you differ so... I mean, I might change well, my mind once I've the, done it's it. It's the unknown for you. That's the, It's the unknown. But also like the first month, I feel like even with the knowledge that you've developed now is going to oh, yeah. make you so much more equipped. Yeah. I mean, I got some it. spark notes. I mean, like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I got, I'm, I definitely have an advantage going into it, but it's just yeah. like, still, I feel like I do oh, yeah. relate with her a little bit actually, yeah. because, and you know, in her situation, like, I don't know what it's like to be married to somebody for years before having a child. So what if you get into this routine of like married bliss and you have your own yeah, life that's and a good you can point travel too. whenever you want and go to dinner whenever you want. And Hang what out if, with your friends. Yes, and what Wake if, up whenever you want. Yes, morning sex as yeah. loud as you want. Literally. So you don't have to worry about waking up anybody up or anybody just walking into your yes. room. And so like for your routine and your relationship to be uprooted and because I'm telling you it's going to completely change. There's a fear of will, yeah. what if we're not good together as parents? What if we're good together as married people, but we're not good together as parents? There's fear there. And I have known that about some people. Yes, I'm not, trying, people, to, I'm not yes. trying to instill fear into this situation more than there already is right. with this question. But I know people that asked, have been married but, for seven years, have a kid, and within nine months they're divorced. Yeah. I mean, but it's the lack of communication of what's expected. There you go. So like maybe what you can take from this podcast is talk prior to what the roles will be and also maybe talk about what kind of schools you want them to go to, what kind of religion you want them to have, because like all these things are factors into yourself and then you come with somebody and you're like, okay, like I still love them for who they are, but are you guys equally like, do you love yourself more to be like, hey, I want my rules or you want your rules? Mm. Or are you willing to meet somewhere in the middle? Or you're willing to meet somewhere in the middle. And you have to meet in the middle. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's going to be 70, 30, sometimes, you know, right. like, depending on what it is and who's more passionate about that certain thing. Right. But, yeah, I mean. I genuinely think those are conversations you have before you even get married. Yeah, that's a good point, too. That's so, a good point, too. So we don't know if she's even had these know. conversations. She could just be fearful of just, like, pregnancy. The and The change and the delivery and all. Because, yeah. I mean, it is, it's, 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 it's. It's scary to me, so. Yeah, it's a whole new chapter of your life. And I think if you weren't scared, then maybe you're a little naive. Like, I wasn't scared. Yeah, there you go. And I was naive as fuck, and I was shocked, and I was, you know, my whole life was uprooted in a way I didn't expect it. But, I mean, the fact that you're listening to this podcast is already a fucking start. Like, you're already getting You're trying to get some knowledge. You're You're doing some some research, kind of, yeah. Right, so I would say if what you're worried about is your relationship with your husband... Have these conversations. Express that you're scared, right? Maybe like, he's scared. It would make... Yes. Maybe say, he's scared. You know, hey, babe, like, I want to start a family with you. I want to have a kid with you, but I'm so afraid to lose you. How do we prevent this? Yeah, like, how do we keep us when there's someone right. that's going to take over the house that needs 100% of us? even asking that question is going to make your partner feel like this person really cares about me and yeah. really wants me around still. So there are many reasons to be afraid, but if... Because she said it's her biggest fear, but also her biggest dream... Like, if you're dreaming about having a baby, like, I can't imagine what it would be like to have prepared, thought about, and intentionally gotten pregnant. My round two. That's how it's going to be. Like, have I'm like thought about it that. before even being pregnant. Yeah. Right. Because I had the nine months. Yeah. But, but yeah, thinking for about... me, I don't even think I thought about it, really. Right. Like, me and Seth were dating, and I was like, okay, Rainy's going to be here. But I feel like I just put a lot of that... Out like, of sight, out of out mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And I was like, I'm just going to get to know him and see if he's worth it first. And then baby. So 
At least you get nine months. I mean, but even but in her case, before nine months, like well, she, yeah, she gets nine so months plus. Yeah, think about how blessed you are to have that much time to prepare and to be able to try for a kid. Yes, like people. You know, I sometimes feel bad saying that we didn't try to have a baby because there are people that try and try and try for years and mm-hmm. never have one. But it also is a blessing to be able to try. And in the beginning, if you don't have any issues and stuff, I feel like trying can be really fun. Yeah. Could you imagine? It, it could be re- like being <laughs> like, I'm like, doing this to have a child sit upside down with my legs to the fucking ceiling. Seriously. Keep, like, how amazing would it be to be like, I really want this. And then you and, and then, your partner are equally as excited yeah. when it happens. You can like... And Show instead of tell your family scary. excited, yeah. whereas I told my in-laws and I was told to get the fuck out of my face, like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly what I'm not saying. Have those feelings. Like round two would be, yeah, yeah, completely different. And oh, if yeah. you have that like ability to do that, I, I, yeah, try to try Just to embrace the first. fact that you clearly already know it's going to be hard. Yeah. So maybe try to sit in the beautifulness of it a little bit. Yeah. When you're ready give it a shot. You're already married. You're already in a better position than fucking we were. <laughs> yeah. So I say go for it. Like yeah. if it's your biggest dream. Go for it. Communicate with gonna, your yeah. spouse. And then if you guys both like agree and have similar fears or like he's able to make you feel better or she's able to make you feel better, then I say go for it. And just yeah. figure out the rest. Yeah. It'll, you're, what I was about to say it's is you're life. never going to be ready. You're yeah. never going to be ready. Even if you're married, financially stable, fucking nursery is built before you're pregnant, you're still not going to be ready for what's about to come. Mentally, you're just not. no. You're just not. <laughs> yeah. So fuck it. Like, that's what I, yeah. as, you know, giving birth when I was, or getting pregnant when I was 21, mm-hmm. like a lot of people, I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And everybody was like, dude, you're never going to be ready. Now you're going to be like a young, hot, sexy mom. Hell and yeah. And it is what it is. Because you're not going to be ready Hell when yeah. you're 27 either. So, fuck I it. mean, I feel like, yeah, any age, I feel like it's equally scary. If you have never raised a child or gone through the pregnancy process, I mean... I don't give a shit how I prepared like you are. It's fucking scary. Because every and kid's different. It doesn't matter what book you read. Like, it doesn't matter what books you read nope. or what fantasy you have in your head about nope. the whole thing, pregnancy and to child. Yes. There is going to be ups and downs. I would advise no fantasy, life. really. If you can prevent yourself from <laughs> fantasizing about it, I would... That's because I feel like you fantasize yes, about it. You I, created, like, I created shit in great. my head that's just not real. <laughs> but there is happy times. Yes, but what I had in my brain is not realistic because yeah. I'm a dreamer like that. So I would advise you to shut those dreams down. <laughs> <laughs> she said, do Don't not dream. dream. Is... Just be a realist when you're a mom. Yeah. Go you know? in go into go into um pregnancy and birth as glass half empty as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like glass half full is what I would suggest. <laughs> like go kidding. in there feeling good but kidding. knowing maybe some bad shit could like She's like, I'm like, be as pessimistic it's be, as physical. Just say it's awful and then when the good things happen, you'll be like, oh shit. That is that's how I approach thinking. life. <laughs> No, that's how I approach life. You know, that's, I mean, that's fair in certain aspects. If I go into it with no expectations, anything that happens is better. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I feel like I can't argue with you on that, but. Like I've said many times, take everything that comes out of my mouth with a grain of salt. It's for your guys' enjoyment, guys. This is entertainment. It's not real life. Entertainment. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, so here's one that's kind of along the lines of what was discussed between us recently, but much more like PG and I'm willing to discuss. Mm-hmm. How do you guys approach showing your kids religion if you choose to? Oh. Like, how are you going to approach introducing religion to Rainy? Uh, well, we already have. So during Christmas, um, her grandma got her, I mean, I don't know how much she has retained it, but she got her, you know, one of those mangers. Yeah. 
like during Christmas time, yeah. and it's like still in her room, like on that white thing. Okay. Um, and she'll point at it, and she's like, "Baby Jesus!" Like she likes holding him around. Okay. So we're like introducing her to figures of things. Mm. Um, I think when she's older, we'll teach her how to pray and stuff when she's able to like talk and Do stuff. Do you guys more. pray at meals, like before meals? No, we don't pray before meals, but we pray every night before bed. Like me and yeah. Seth pray together every night. Aww. And then, like, I would love for Rainy to join that when she gets, like, of the age of, like, knowing what it is. Yeah. But, for me, I feel like I'm going to let her, I'm going to tell her there's God, and this is who we're praying to, this is what he did, like, you know, like, the basic stuff in the Bible, but I won't be like, you need to do this, and you need to do that, you need to go every Sunday. I'm going to tell her she has her own personal relationship Mm -hmm. with God, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. Whatever that makes her feel like she feels her faith the most is what she can do. And that's just me. And I think a lot of what you said is where my issue with religion lies, right? Like, there wasn't an option for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was raised with church every Sunday, and I had to fucking go, and I had to pray, and I had, and it's not like I was like kicking and screaming, not wanting to do these yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. But it wasn't a choice. It was not a fucking yeah, option. Yeah, like it wasn't like we're not discussing right. it and you were just like, okay, like I know it's Sunday and I'm going. Like you That's will it. go on this retreat. You will go to confirmation camp. You will get confirmed. You will do this. You will do that. You're going after school to Sunday school. Like, or like, actually I went during the week, like mm-hmm. Wednesdays and like shit. Like it wasn't a choice. Yeah. And they call, they call people like myself cradle Catholics. Like from the that's, womb that's the word cradle catholics okay. from the womb to now it's really indoctrinated like in who i am and therefore my relationship with god is skewed because i didn't feel like i chose to do this i didn't feel like i came to god on my own like that i ch- am choosing to have this relationship there are often times where like things are scary and i'll choose to pray and i'll choose to do things like that but i'm like is that because that's just what i was always told i had to do do i really want to do this like mm-hmm. So I definitely think with Reagan, like, I'm going to try to make whatever she chooses to do a choice. Like, I do feel like a very spiritual person. I wouldn't say religious to an extent, but like... I like that. I am spiritual. very spiritual. Uh, I read into a lot of, like, we talked before, energies, karma. Yeah, so like, I feel like we're very similar Doing good aspect. to receive good, like... Being a good person because yes. there is some, there is. I do believe there is a higher power God, than us. Yeah, and, and I refer to higher power as God. I just so don't know do if I, and I'm God that I was raised with. Yeah, and I, I refer to him as God too. But I've just gone through different times in my life where at one point I was like, I believe. Yes. I've always just believed that there was something There's higher. I do believe yeah. it's God now. Yeah. Again, I mean, I as a child I did, and then in my early adulthood I was figuring things out and stuff and then now I am have come back to the terms that I believe it's God and I feel like that's mainly because I have a child and I would like that person to have a name but I feel like there's energy I feel like things happen for a reason because that's just what I choose to believe in. Right and and it's interesting like I'm the only kid in my family that still believes that that still has a relationship with God yes. Oh really? My older sister is uh, pagan Mm-hmm. so she what is that I'm just like, curious it's like she's gonna kill me for saying this but it's like witchcraft oh okay okay yeah like rocks and like yeah some, like, like altars and rocks and, yeah and just big energy spirituality like my... okay I fuck with some of that stuff yeah, okay, she's, yeah. So, like I mean I feel like there's so energy fun and like they're they you know a lot of what they believe in and what they say I agree with I think is right and I you know I'm not pagan but they they have drifted very far from what our upbringing is 
Uh, my little sister, I think, is just kind of going through too much to... She's still young. Yeah. I feel like because even at her age, yeah. I was still figuring it out. Yeah. So she's still figuring it out. Yeah. And she's gone through a lot of the same things that I have religiously. So she's... You know, it's 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 hard in that sense. And we can get into that later. But when people ask, like, what your religion is, what do you title it? Like, you're just Christian? No, I don't. I, I say I pray to God. Really? That's all I said. So you wouldn't say like we're So Christian. when I was younger, I was Catholic. Like yeah. I, we went to the same church. We, we, it was differently yes. installed in us, but I would tell people I was Catholic. Yeah. And then when I was in high school, or not high school, high school I would tell people like I was more on the Christian side because I felt like I already started feeling like... Issues with Catholicism. Yeah. I was like, I feel like there's way too many rules. There's way too... For me, and like just the belief system, I, I was just like... For me, it just wasn't fitting right with yeah. how I felt. Yeah. And then I got to college and I was like, okay, straight up, like, I'm like not really messing with this at all. Like, I still prayed to something. I've right. always prayed. It was just the structure of religion that you didn't it subscribe to It was the structure to, to the religion that I did not subscribe to because I felt like to me it wasn't necessary to have a relationship with this person that has all this power over me and all this and everything I'm doing and everything I'm doing yeah exactly like exactly you could always be doing something better or you did that wrong or now that you did that like this is gonna happen and I'm like I didn't mess with it and then I came back to more so calling that higher power god when I had rainy Hmm. mainly do that to you mainly because of rainy but then I also started I was like okay I really messed with this the way I'm doing it now instead of the way I was brought up to do it I'm like I like the way I'm praying and I'm doing this. I'm like, I'm okay with calling that person. So now for me, I do believe, not just for Rini, I do believe that person is God. Yes. But I, like you said, like, come to that on I've own. come to my own relationship yes. with God. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because this is a conversation that I did have with my parents at one point. Like, I said this to my mom at, at one point, like, how do we know we're right? I mean, yeah. I've because asked my dad there that are so Buddhists. Many there are Muslims. How do we know that we're right? And you want to know something that I actually, now that you brought up all those other religions, right? I feel like everybody Has got a piece own. of it right. Yes. I feel like everybody got a piece of, every religion that's out there, the good ones, the bad ones, whatever that may be to you, I feel like each of them got a piece of it right, and that's probably actually what religion is. Yeah. And that's what I said, too, in that moment, in that conversation. It was like, um, what if when we die, like, whoever we believe in and whatever we've practiced faith towards, that's what you get. Like, if you're Buddhist and you believe in, like, Nirvana or whatever, when you die, that's where you go. If you're Catholic, you believe in heaven. When you die, that's where you go. Like, why isn't it like that forever? That's a beautiful perspective. And I feel like now that you said that, I feel like I agree with that. Right. Like, you spend your whole life devoted to this religion. Why don't you get that? Like, why why does one person have to be wrong? And right now, like, right now, like, you told me that you're like, oh, like, why why this? Why can't they all be right and they all have their own gods? I'm like, I like also for myself that I feel like I have a perspective where I'm like now that you said that you know what I actually kind of believe that too I have that openness where I can believe kind of new things or add structures to what I believe yeah and and that's was my issue in the moment with with Catholicism because that's not the teaching no we are correct and everyone else is wrong Mm -hmm. and if you don't believe what we're teaching you're going to hell yeah and growing up that's fucking terrifying 
Because whether you're religious or not, you're all experiencing the same things. You're all experiencing puberty and boys or girls and, and all these things in life happening to you. And just because you're part of a particular religion doesn't mean those things don't happen to you. So what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah. And I remember telling my mom, like, how come it's not I wake up every day and I choose to be a good person and I'm and God loves me for that? That's that's what how I come that's, that's what not, I believe in. How come if that's you not enough? Tried your fucking hardest, even if you made some mistakes, as long as you said sorry in the end or felt like some sort of remorse for like actual yeah. bad things. Why is why that is that not good enough? Humans are human and people say that all the time. Yes. So I've come to the understanding of the God that I believe in, I'm enough for. Like I don't Beautiful. have I love to, that. I, I don't, love that. I, I'm waking up every day and making conscious fucking efforts now. I'm not saying I used to all the time. Yeah. To be the You're best person adult. that I can be. And I refuse to believe because I have sex before marriage or I believe abortion is okay that I'm going to hell. Or I that refuse, you had a baby before marriage. I refuse That's a whole to thing subscribe too in that to community. that. Great. Love that for you. Period. And Period. I'm not ever going to put that on my child either. That if she believes a certain way or she loves a girl or she gets pregnant at 15 and, and something needs to happen to, to uh, correct that, that she's damned. Yeah, that someone, that someone higher than her is going to be like, I don't love you, you anymore, this fuck you. this one bad choice yep. in the only like 15 years or even if you're 30 and this happens and you don't want it, the first 30 years you're alive and you wanted to do that specific thing because it wasn't right for you. Right. That's fine. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe this person that's all loving, all caring, creator of everything great. Lord is Jesus. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, know, like, I don't even know preaching. how to like. You're I preaching. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Amen. That's what I'm Hallelujah. Saying. I, I yes. know, dude. I love it. I love that you did that. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. And and so, yeah, that's where we stand. See, I feel religion. like you're already working through your own issues with even this conversation. It's a therapeutic moment. For I me. love it. It is. I know. Just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh my God. My bitch is growing. She's growing. I love that. All right. Let's do like one or two more. There's only a few okay, more questions yeah, yeah. and then we'll we'll peace out on this. Um, okay. So this one's directed at me, but you can answer it for you too. Okay. Was it hard to pick out Reagan's name? Were there multiple options? What about Rainy? Oh my God. That's so funny. So Rainy um, and Chloe, or not Rainy, <laughs> Seth and Chloe were obviously picking out names and yeah. I was just like here for oh, the so ride. that was an Shit, that was my glass. (laughs) So that was an even participation on their part. Okay, yeah, it was, correct. So they were coming up with names. She threw a name, Seth threw a name, and Seth threw in the name Rainy, and she loved it. So what were the veto names? So it was was supposed to be Rainy Lynn. Oh, okay. And then me and Seth went to the casino. Yeah. And I seen an Axl Rose, like, whatever, on the wall. You know, like the band. Yeah. And I was like, what if you did Rainy Rose? Love and it. he was like, let me text Chloe. And Chloe oh, was I like, love it. And Chloe was like, I love it. So it became Rainy Rose. That's so, so good. Th- so they, like, they definitely had that 50-50 co-parent with the name. I love the name. Seth picked it out, but, like, they equally loved it. And then I came up with the middle name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. So it was all three Yeah, of so oh, she's going to love us. that story growing That's up. That's what I'm saying. She's it was literally, I seen an Axl Rose band, like, picture on the fucking wall, and I was like, what if we do Rainy Rose? Oh, she's going to love that story. Yeah. She's After Axel? What were you almost named? Were you named something, Ugh. almost named something different? I feel like I want to tell you, but I feel like I don't want to call anybody that actually has this fucking name. Because you don't like it? Because I don't like it, but I'm also say going it. to say yes. I don't like my own name as well. You don't like Alyssa? No, because I feel like in general, just even like me, you, Seth, like most people, like I was always Alyssa V. 
Like, there were so many Alyssas. So many goddamn Alyssas. So many fucking Alyssas. And I'm like, yeah, the name is pretty. It flows with what my actual name is. But it's like, it's so fucking What's basic. What's your name? Alyssa Diane Valencia. I like Diane. Yeah, it's my grandma's name. I like that. So it's cute. Like, it flows nice. But, like, I just always hated that, like, my name was not unique. I so, love a traditional name. Like, I like Ruth. See, like, I don't like those. Really? Yeah, I like, like Diane, Ruth, like Betty. Like, cute. I love those. Like, me and Seth talk about names for, like, our future kids. And yes. they're, like, Soul, Sloan. That's so you Like, guys. just, yeah. That's like, you so know, they're just so us. Yeah. But anyway, so I was supposed to be named Stephanie. But I was like, I don't fucking look like a Stephanie. I'm also, like, part Latina. I don't look like a straight-up white girl. I mean, I have white features. Yes. And I probably act white. No, you but definitely look... Mixed. Hispanic, yeah. Yeah, but I, that's what, Stephanie? I don't know. I just feel like... We love you, Stephanie. I love you, Stephanie's, but I also don't like my own name. Right. So don't worry. Yes. I also hate my own name that I got. I was almost Victoria. Victoria Would have been Tori. But I feel like it's also basic. So here... I actually have a funny story behind my name. Okay. So they picked Alexandra. Do you like your name? Yeah. Okay. Because I picked it. Oh, okay. So they picked... My parents picked Alexandra. And I was Lexi. Like, if you talk to my parents, I'm still yeah, Lexi. I know. When your mom was here, Mary she was talking, calls me yeah. Lexi. Anyone that's known me before the fourth grade calls me Lexi. Like, there's this guy I dated. I don't want to say his name, but it starts with a B. Last name starts with an M. Um, <laughs> she said, figure it out. He's known me since I was fucking in kindergarten. And, like, if he was to call me Lexi, that's not weird. It's just casual because it's because what that's he knew how you he as, met me. Like, as, elementary, as your elementary friends knew right. you as Lexi. Yes. But then in fourth grade, there was like fucking four Lexis in my class. See, that's what I'm saying. And I hate that. So I corrected it. The teacher was like, oh, there's so many Lexis. Do, like, does anyone want to go by anything else? And I really liked the band Allie and AJ at the Cute. time. So, so you I came like, up with that on your own. So I was own. like, oh, um, sometimes people call me Allie, which was a lie. No one ever called me that. And it stuck. Everyone in high school has known you as Allie. Every, well, after fourth grade. So well, middle yeah, school, even after. Yeah. But I'm just saying like all throughout high school, I, like, did that. I always knew you. As Allie. I mean, in middle school... It was Allie. It was Allie. But, yes. like, in middle school, your mom referred to you as Lexi. Lexi yeah. She did. Because so was she was my teacher. Yeah. She was like, oh, my daughter Lexi is going to start going to school here and stuff. And then I remember when you introduced yourself as Allie, and then I just called you Allie. And yeah. as a kid, you don't really think deep into anything. Right. So I was like, whatever. This but that's how you change her. your name if you want to change your name. Just start telling people your name is so-and-so, and that's your fucking name. That's funny. You know, one of Seth's friend's girlfriends did the same exact thing. Like, her name that I call her is not her fucking name. Yeah. And not her middle name. No. Nothing. Mine's at least relatable She just to my came name. up with it. She moved and they asked her what her name was or what she wanted to go by. That's exactly and what I did. And she just came up with a but name. But like Allie's not that far from Alexandra, but you don't see many people with the name Alexandra that it's Allie. It's usually Alex. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 That's actually cute. But I was like, yeah, I my like name's that. Allie. And then it stuck. Like there yeah. were a few people like that came to school at Cram, like where I went to elementary school in the fifth grade and so only knew me as Allie. And then that's how it's So it fourth grade and on. Fourth grade or, on. Or fourth grade and before. Yeah. yeah. Fourth grade and before would be Lexi. Anyone after fourth grade, it's Allie. And then you go into like high school social media. My name's always been Allie yeah. on social media. I was so like, your literal at name is Allie. It's like two identities. Yeah, that's cute. I, I love like it, it for me. I like it. So yeah, I love Allie because I picked it. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. See, yeah. I've always just been Alyssa. Yeah. I never even really ventured off because some Alyssas are Allie. Some people are Lissy or Liss. Like my brothers would call me like Liss. Yeah. And my family calls me Liss. Yeah. But nobody, like not, not, not really like any of my friends call me. Yeah. I guess some of my friends call me Liss. I don't know. I guess it's Liss and Alyssa, but. I'm like a big nickname, even a nickname. Like people call me Al. Yeah. Like you're nicknaming my nickname. I do that though. Yeah. Like I, like Chance is Chancy. 
Well, that's cute. I know. I call Seth Sethi. I have to nickname. I feel like you just got to call him E at the end. Like, yes. Sethi. 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 My Sethi. Yes. <laughs> you know? So I love a good nickname. That's why. So that's But, good. like, Alexandra works really good for, like, jobs. And, like, it sounds more fun. No, Alexandra is pretty. I think Alexandra is actually Alexandra pretty. Alexandra Marie. There's that one Victoria's Secret model that's named, like, Alessandra. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking You know, pretty. in Russia, the name Alexandra, the nickname for Alexandra is Sasha. Really? Yes. There's a girl that... <laughs> this shit's a fucking trip. I think she listens to the podcast, too. Really? So. Hi, Sasha. Um, I dated... So, my ex. My ex-fiance. Recent, yeah. Recent. Um, most recent. My name is Alexandra Marie. Mm-hmm. The girl that he dated before me, her name is Alexandra Marie. Weird. We got most lookalike in the yearbook. Weird. And he dated both of you guys? Whole 20s. Her name is Sasha because she's from Russia. Oh, so Alex, so that's why her name is different than yours, but not. Yes, but we have the same first and middle name, and we and look, look very similar. Weird. And then the girl he dated after me is like, if me and Sasha had a baby, that's what she would look Homie like. Homie got a type. A fucking type. He got a fucking type. It's actually terrifying. It's like actually someone sent weird. me a picture of his new girlfriend. I think it was my sister and was like, what the fuck? And then I sent it to Sasha and I was like, bitch, he got a, t- he got Sasha a, are cool he got a third one. Yes, because me and Sasha are tight now. Like yeah, he dated cool. Sasha that's when cool. she was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I was yeah. like right after. Yeah, but at the, in, in high school, that shit matters. Yeah. Now you're an adult. You both met right. with them. You're like, oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. But I was never... up, homegirl? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. We got and... similar experiences. Yes. We both, never mind. I'm yeah. Like... <laughs> I was going to say something, and that's what you were going to say. I was like, let's just. Let me just stop this conversation right <laughs> Yeah. There. But I don't have a type like that. Really? You have a type like that? Curly hair. Really? Curly... Like, it's a type. I have never not, not actually... been with somebody who doesn't have curly hair. I actually know what you're. Well, at least one of your exes. Yeah, you know like. what one of my exes look like. But the and the other do. ex has curly hair, too. You do have a type. Curly hair. I'm not, like, really, like, I like eyes and stuff. I like lips. I like, like, uh, skin tones and stuff. Yeah. But, like, for Isn't me, it... majority, they all kind of look different, but they all got fucking curly hair. Is it a type to the point where you won't date a guy if he doesn't No, have I will not date a guy that doesn't have curly hair. It's, <laughs> it sounds awful, right? Like, that sounds like I'm hey, not trying you to... you got a type. But I feel like I genuinely find curly hair so... <laughs> fucking attractive i love that that you're honest about that yeah and i want my children to have curly hair so well Honey has curly hair. Is, yeah she does so she you does. have to marry somebody that has or exactly. sleep with somebody that has curly yeah. hair in order to have a child with curly hair exactly so curly hair is a is, is a deal breaker it's a deal breaker for me honestly i have every one of my exes looks nothing alike they don't nothing you got alike. a wide spectrum wide spectrum you're like i like good looking i'm in inclus- not even that bro that's never been a requirement <laughs> for me you said, uh, have you seen have the you roster? Seen Chance pretty much the first one. He's pretty. He's pretty. He's Chance a pretty, pretty man. Yeah, he is pretty. I remember sit like at our first date, like sitting across from him, and I was like, mm, um, you say you handsome. He's a little out of my league here. <laughs> if I wasn't so fucking hilarious, I would. <laughs> right? You're like, I have such a my good personality person. that I'm tying this one. I'm just in. gonna make him laugh so much that he has to be around me. Yeah, there you go. And that's what I did. And dude, I'm telling you, the laughs last longer. Then the fucking looks. Yes. I'm about the to be in my rocking fades, chair. The fucking yes. looks fade. If you're funny, that shit lasts. It's not going anywhere. So as much as Seth be saying, writing on your shit all the time, I'm like, he will He's... keep me laughing until I die. For me? And that's what I want. That's my deal breaker. Like some that's kind fair. of sense of humor. That's fair. Okay, that's probably that's I probably have my personality deal, deal breakers. Okay. Also teeth. Yeah, me too. Also teeth. 
Teeth are a deal breaker. We, if we really get into those, yeah, teeth. Teeth. Okay, okay. Now I got a whole list. Curly hair, <laughs> teeth, nice and teeth. funny. We could go down the list. Yeah. yeah. Allie's bringing up all, I'm like, yeah, that sounds looks, good too. Looks have never been a thing yeah. for me though. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about yeah. the dad bod, but any, like any of that. No, yeah. M- me too. Give majority. me a chuckle and we're, we can get, we can go If you somewhere. got curly hair and you're funny, I'm in. Oh, this is like reading her list with her glasses on. <laughs> She's like, if you have this, 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 I'm really not picky. And this, 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 this. <laughs> It's three things. <laughs> it's probably more than three it things. Probably. But like majority, all of my boyfriends have had curly hair. Not all, like, not all of them have been funny though. Just my last one. So. The other ones were really bland, you but know, curly You know, they, they had jokes, but Seth is the funny one. They got jokes. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, but I didn't even answer the Reagan uh, Reagan's name question. Oh, okay, yeah, your turn. I always We started knew. talking about our own There names. was never a discussion, I know. never a conversation, never a, like, what should our child's name be? It was, our kid's name is Reagan. Let's move on. It's so funny because, like, Take this back however fucking old Reagan is. Some point in your pregnancy. Yes. I remember you posting that. It was like in a scrapbook. Yes. And I was like, what was the names that your children was going to be named? And we weren't even like hanging out at the no. time. But it like, I just remember this. It was the three questions. It was yeah. like, um, what what was your original thought for your name for your kid? And I was like, Reagan. And the yeah. next one was like, um, what's like, did what were the names that you toyed around with almost naming exactly. your kid? Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. What did you name your kid? Reagan. That, I remember saying, I was just like, Reagan, 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 Reagan. Reagan. And I was like, well, she likes that name. That's cute. Like even, she's like, even that is my, my exes, child's name. When we'd have conversations about what our kids' names would be, I'm like, oh, oh Reagan. So you're still, like, you still picked up on the name that you liked when you were younger. Because I had names that it's, I liked when I was younger that I'm like, I do oh, not like. Oh, it's never been a different name. I've, since like 10 years old, her, her name is That's Reagan. cute. My dad took me to the Reagan Library, like the president Reagan Library. It's in like Simi Valley, California. I thought you wanted a boy. What was the boy name? Reagan. That was, oh, that's actually kind of cute too. Yes. Reagan Joe was the name. Cute. Joe is from Chance though. Cute. So, yeah, but since before we knew, it's always been Reagan. Boy, Reagan, girl, Reagan. Name is Reagan. That's cute. I like that. I like it. And I'm like never been willing. That was like, an, I'm not deviating from that. Like whoever I ended up with getting pregnant with, it's like, that's the name. That's it. Sorry. That's we it. can talk and agree on a lot of other things, but that's the She's name. She's going to be like whispering in your ear when you're asleep. You don't asleep. meet many Reagans. Reagan. It's like hypnotherapy. Yeah, just like talk to them and they say, and they're like, you know what? I had a dream last night, and I think I'm okay with the name. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so if you really like a name that your husband or your wife or whatever hates, just, just hypnotherapy in their ear when they're sleeping. <laughs> All right, I think. All right, I feel that, like that, that was, was a, a good, good closer. Episode. That was a good that close. Was a good episode. Um, good thank close. you for hanging in there and. Um, we love you guys. Yeah. We love all your support. We love. Oh, we have a guys... small business shout out. Oh, you do. You do for this episode. Okay, cute. Um, so today's small business shout out is Two Chicks Picnics. It is a family-owned small business whose goal is to provide beautiful picnics and memories that last a lifetime. They design beautifully custom floor-seated picnics for any occasion, from baby showers to proposals. Their picnics come with add-ons like custom charcuterie boards and Polaroid pictures to capture your experience. If you're interested in booking with Two Chicks Picnics, you can follow them on Instagram at the number two, C-H-I-X-P-I-C-N-I-X, and send them a DM. They service the Inland Empire, Orange County, and LA areas. Please go give them a follow and send them some love on their Instagram and Facebook pages and tell them that the mom pod sent you. 
Cute. You like how I did I my ad read? That. I know that was you did that one really well. I'm so, like, yeah. oh shit. shit, who are so you? So when we start getting sponsorships, that's like you're I'm like, practicing. You're like, I got it, guys. I'm practicing. I got it. But yeah, seriously though, if you've seen those picnics that like you know they're like romantic, you sit on the ground on the graduation like, season is yes. approaching. They us, do grad ones. They do grad ones. Cute. And like you sit I know, on I the floor. I them. I saw like yeah. some of them. You sit on the floor. They have charcuterie boards and all that stuff. So it's actually my mother-in-law's business. But yeah, go give them a follow. And thank you so much for listening and for being open to these conversations that aren't really comfortable sometimes. Yeah, and being patient with and us patient. and figuring out and our own thing. And maybe in the future, you guys will get to hear that episode and you'll be like, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, something to look forward to <laughs> yeah. when that day comes. But it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. But worth it when the time's right. Yes. Yes. Right. We want everyone to be comfortable and happy and everyone is allowed to have boundaries. So let's pour out. Let's pour it out. We're Thank about you to have so much for listening. A family dinner with yes. everybody here. Yes. Yes.